Skype. What you doing? That's their slogan. <laughs> uh, what was the? What's the other one called? Uh, Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Like Skype, we're not Zoom. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> that's uh, that's as good a slogan as you need, basically. Zoom, I'm surprised people are still using Zoom because I heard that they were like turning over, or they said they would turn over information to the police. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. And so protesters were talking about do not use Zoom for uh, your planning or whatever because they the CEO said that they would share. Oh, that's so not good. I, yeah, but weirdly, it just kind of went away. So I don't know if they backtracked or what. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I would. I don't know because there's so many people on Zoom. There's so many people who are utilizing that <clears throat> as a tool in these uncertain times that. <clears throat> It would be almost impossible to just dig through all of that information. I don't know. They they track. Did you read that story about tracking down? Um, I don't remember what the protest. It was a protester. They tracked down the protester through like an Etsy order or some shit. Etsy. Like, yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the article so I can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. Okay. Oh, hit a button. Okay is the FBI. So this is from Forbes. Uh, so they, this is a 33 year old allegedly set a police car on fire in Philly. Okay. So they traced her digital footprints using Etsy purchases and her LinkedIn profile. Man. So, I, so like, they're like, we can't, we can't find who's doing X, Y, and Z, but they used all of this shit. Um, they found like a T-shirt and everything, and then they tracked down Etsy and yeah. Now so they, they were able to sleuth <laughs> to get the person who set a cop car on fire, but still nothing on like black men being lynched. Yeah, I was gonna say now they want to do their jobs. They want to find yeah. out the culprit to this mystery, yeah. this 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 pyromaniac. They want to find this guy. Because yeah, well, an object was burned. Oh, so. no. Their oh. precious police cruiser that they used mm-hmm. to run over pedestrians with body cam footage saying that they were fearing for their lives while driving <laughs> 20 miles per hour through a crowd of people. Just great. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, like that. So, when I, I see stories like that, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, you can't really, you seemingly can't really protect yourself, but you should try. <laughs> So maybe don't use Zoom if yeah. you're talking about that stuff, I guess. I don't know. I saw a story today um, that police in Chicago were asking people to help them identify certain parties that were mm-hmm. looting and setting fires during the uh, the height of everything going on earlier in, uh, in June. People mm-hmm. were like, why are we helping you do your job? You know, we're talking yeah. about defunding the police and all of a sudden you need the community's help. To do some work, that doesn't quite add up there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You got that and, shiny and badge. Like, well, you know, it's a lot of work. Well, you know, maybe that's why we should defund you and split these resources up to other parts of the community so that you don't have to do as much work. So a lot of police are talking about if they uh, lose funding, that mm-hmm. they may not be as encouraged to do their jobs because... Oh. You know, they didn't say anything about reducing pay or anything like that. It's just 
taking away certain resources. Like you, you've seen um, police. Uh, well, you should, you've seen uh, police across the country who have gotten uh, tanks and mm-hmm. all kind of random, random stuff. Um, so they're talking about calling in sick, and they're going to call it. Well, they've been referring to it as the blue flu. Uh, well, my response to that would be, it's like being a doctor or a firefighter. You don't get to decide what you're going to, like, if you're, like, if you're a doctor who doesn't want to treat a, like, person of color that you're not a fan of that race for the fuck, or a trans person or whatever, yeah, uh, don't become a fucking doctor. Right. If you're really, like, you don't want to deal with fires, don't become a fucking fireman. If you don't want to deal with the fact that we need to fund other things in the community instead of giving you the blow-up stuff, like, and the fun tanks and all of the things you want to play with, then don't become a fucking cop. It just rings exactly. so hollow. It rings so hollow because earlier, um, I want to say last year, I'm losing all track of time now, but the, yeah. the, uh, the teachers went on strike because they were just simply asking, yeah. like, hey, we want basic... That was supplies yeah, yeah they they want basic small. you know things to help mm-hmm. teach your children they want to make sure that mm-hmm. they're getting a proper education and they can't do it on the shoestring budget that they're receiving they can't uh you know help kids learn if they're sick and there's no nurse on sta- on staff or anything like right. that these are these are just simple bottom of the barrel demands mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of right wingers were just like, "Oh, you know, fucking if you love if you love your job so much, if you love kids, then do it for the kids." You know, go back to work. And now they're yeah. like, "Oh, uh, uh, I'm sick. I can't do my job. Forget honor yeah, and duty and, I, and all that crap that they tell." And I'm not even I'm not advocating for not paying police officers a living wage. Either. Yeah, but like, they, you they, should get a living wage. Everyone should get a living wage. Absolutely, but they talk such a big game about honor and duty. And yeah. serving the community when uh, that translates to beating up black citizens, then mm-hmm. fuck off with your bullshit. Then, yeah. you know, fuck off with the blue flu. Stay sick. Stay home. Save I've lives. Been, yeah, I've been listening to um, Behind the Bastards and this podcast, and they've been covering like the history of policing. Okay. And it's been really, really interesting. Uh, so, oh my gosh, there's two episodes I haven't listened to or whatever, but it's like so far four episodes in to this series and it's really informative. So I recommend that it's, mm. uh, behind the bastards. It's iHeartRadio does this and like it's, but it's free across all platforms and everything. And it's behind the police. It's their most recent series that they've mm. been doing. Okay. It's really informative. And, uh, I didn't know half of the stuff that they're talking about. So um, but yeah, I'm just like, uh, yeah, let's, let's redistribute these funds, shall we? Yeah, it's, it's time to make some real changes here. I mean, we've yeah. seen some, um, allowances that have gone, um, unchecked for quite yeah. some time, finally get done. Hey, 155 years ago, the Confederacy surrendered and guess <laughs> what? We're finally taking down their propaganda flags. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Taking down, I mean, it is shocking that Mississippi cha- is changing their flag, though. I didn't see that coming. I really yeah. didn't. And no. you know, a, a few weeks they ago, they removed the uh, the uh, that statue in Virginia as well. Yeah, What's his name fucking 
whatever dick dick bag statue <laughs> dick dick bag yeah has been yeah. removed from virginia yeah. finally finally the city can sleep well knowing that dick dick like, bag is not looming over them any longer these are symbolic gestures yeah but like it's very powerful symbolic gestures to remove these statues to remove that flag like i understand people going that's not enough that's true but you do have to re- like recognize that's a big deal. Yeah, like for instance, Columbus, Ohio removed the statue of Columbus yeah. outside of City Hall. Yeah. Never saw that coming. That's People crazy. were petitioning to name rename Columbus, Ohio Flavor Town because <laughs> Guy Fieri's from there. I'm all about that. You know. Yes. I've never been pro Guy Fieri, but right now I'm feeling kind of Fieri. Let's do this. He's a good dude. He is. You know, he I, does a lot of charity work and everything like that. You don't hear any bad stories about him. That's true. Yeah. Or he, so far he hasn't. He hasn't been me too, so you know, fingers crossed he's all right. Yeah. Oh man, I got some bad news about somebody that did uh encounter uh some allegations and I don't even want to talk about it yet, man, because it's a celebrity. Okay. You know who it is. It's just Yeah. I, I don't want to put it out there before I look into this story I, fully. I do think that sometimes we joke about being me too'd, like using that as a as a verb, basically. Yeah. I, I do think we should try, at least on the podcast, to phrase it as, you know, what it is, which is they're being held accountable for assault, harassment, whatever the thing may be. No, you're totally because right. I have seen people go like, maybe we shouldn't say that because it's 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 taking away from. I do it too. Like you and I do that like privately, but I I do feel that like mm, maybe we should quit. Like when we're talking about it on the context of the show, maybe we should just say like accused of being a dick bag, dick yeah. dick bag. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just- you know, I I, I want to you know because at, at the end of the day, we are an entertainment podcast, and yes. we're here to yeah. make people get some chuckles and ha-has and tee-hees yeah, yeah. when they go back to their normal everyday lives. But, yes, I totally agree with you. We should give the proper respect to those type of situations because they it, call for it. Just like I'm saying now that I don't want to, like, just delve into this Yeah, uh, because accusation. I haven't read into it that much. Yeah, yeah. It's the same person we were talking about earlier, correct? Uh, You know what's fucked up? No, it's no, not. Wait, What? Okay, wait. Now I now I. Okay, this is this is an impromptu. No, no, it's not Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon's a confirmed dick bag. But I was gonna. We've known Joss Whedon is an asshole for a while. I assume there were just stories coming out about Joss Whedon, like more stories coming out about him being a shitbag. No, this one this one's disappointing. Um, it not surprising, you know. Mm -hmm. This is uh, according to USA Today. Mythbusters star Adam Savage's sister accuses him of sexual abuse when they were kids. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Wait, you said that wasn't surprising? No, no. This this one is surprising. Oh, I'm saying yeah. Joss Whedon. You know, we've we've heard about his his fuck ups over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, to put it yeah, lightly. Yeah, yeah. Like Even, that he doesn't run a good set. That he you know yeah. is is not the best dude. He fired Callista Flockhart. Um, from Angel for getting pregnant. Um, his wife wrote a, a whole fucking page op-ed about what an asshole he is, his ex-wife. My my only defense of that when that came out 
mm-hmm. was that it was talking about his person. When I re- when I remember, I could be wrong, misremembering this. It seemed like it was talking about his personal failings and infidelities within their marriage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't talking about him abusing his power, was it? I want to go back and read that again because, okay. n- well, no, I believe that the letter and yeah, I, I need to be sure about this. Okay. Yeah, but, we, we can't we can't say for sure that. Yeah. Uh, look, if you cheat, I think you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, I think you're a scumbag. But I understand that's not the same as as abuse. You know, like it's it's a uh, moral failing in a yeah. in a personal like go fuck yourself thing with me. I mean, I, I've been done with friends for doing that to yeah. their partners. Not even like I'm not even in that relationship, but I'm fucking done with you. That's my own personal things, though. When we're talking about this type of thing, I'm like, wait, what what else is going on here? Like, what you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm with you on the like. I need to know more. Right. So Adam Savage. Uh, that is not good. Yeah, I, I literally uh, just heard about this. Hear more about that, but yeah, because the original source before I saw that USA Today reported on it as well, I saw it on PopCulture.com, which is like a subsidiary of ComicBook.com. So it's like, all right, mm-hmm. I don't trust that source a hundred percent. That's like borderline tabloid. But now know. it's breaking in other now places. it's yeah, it's on USA Today, it's on Fox News. You know, take that as you will. But yeah, um. I mean, it, if it's if it's if she is coming forward, what reason would she have to lie about that? That's my that's always my first question. Right. Because the first question is always, is she lying? And my response is always, what reason does she have to lie? What benefit is there? Usually there's not. <laughs> personally, I've never heard a bad thing about Adam Savage. And that's not to say that, oh, he must be innocent. It's it's just to explain why I'm so surprised to hear something like this about him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's fucked up. I I want to clarify. This is majorly fucked up. And yeah. I I hope I hope it's not true. But at the same time, like you said, why would she do something like this that could it could ruin his career sure, but I mean she's making herself vulnerable telling the story as well. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, and it likely already, I, I don't want to say ruined her life, because people can can and have made lives for themselves after abuse, Yeah. Um, but it, it altered her life, it hurt her, so, um, you know, yeah, his career could be in danger, but yeah. the and trajectory not- of her life, if, if this is true, don't sue us, whatever the fuck... Um, was completely altered by what allegedly happened. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll leave it at this because the the story does go into more detail. I don't want to do that, um, but the story is out there. If if you want to know more detail about it and make your own decision, but uh, he also put out a statement saying that, uh, of course, he denies the allegations. Yeah. Uh, wholeheartedly, uh, he put that out through his attorney. So. Fuck, man. You hate hearing shit like that about people who you are entertained by. But, you know. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, that's, I mean, when I hear things like that, it, 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 I'm weirdly not angry at the individual when I hear things like this because we hear it so frequently. I get, 
I mean, I get fucking furious at the individual, obviously, when, when you know this is true or whatever. But, like, I get so mad at the system and this whole everything that allows this to keep happening. Yeah. And how many have experienced it. It just, it makes me furious. Right. Yeah, it's it's really sad because shit like this still happens today. And yeah, obviously it does. this, this I'm, sort of I'm thing. I'm fucking worried as hell about all of these kids who are in lockdown right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can't get away from their abusers. Right. Uh, people in abusive relationships as well. Yeah. You know, they've they've said that. Like, you know, have have uh, a, a heart for people that you know are going through that sort of thing. Be yeah. there. Be available to them. You know, uh, if if need be, because this is. I was having a conversation. Um, well, I was going through some things the mm-hmm. other day, and it's like, you can't feel bad about what we're going through right now. And I, I don't mean to dismiss anybody's feelings. It's it's like, you can't feel, and I'm just saying this to me, not, not necessarily okay. anybody in particular. Okay. But the conclusion that I came to is just like, all right, this is unheard of. Right. You know, of course, on the internet, you see people who are doing amazing things right now. They're living right. their best lives. They're being super creative, being super productive. They're losing weight. They're eating healthy, that sort of right, thing. Right, whatever. Yeah. And, and we've, we've touched on this from several different angles and phrased differently basically every week of this pandemic. But I got to hit it again because I need reminding myself. So maybe also, somebody we're else in Groundhog Day, so fuck it. That's like, what I'm saying. There's, yeah. This has never happened on this earth before. What's what we're going through right now? This combination of bullshit has never taken place on this earth. You know, somebody made a tweet that made light of it, but it made a lot of sense. You know, in history, sometimes you wonder what it was like to go through the civil war and the plague and the riots, but not all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like this is, this is. Like nothing else. So if you're feeling the snowflake generation, if you're feeling bad because of some bar that you set for yourself or some some type of like qualification that you gave yourself, like I should be doing this, I should be better. You're doing good. Like you're doing your best. Yeah. Because you're there. You're alive. You're surviving. I'm having frequent panicky type meltdowns and this is this is always over things you can't control right that's what anxiety does it grabs onto things you can't control so about how much um my life is delayed because i want to get married and i you know i want to have kids assuming that my partner wants to have kids i prioritize having a wife over having kids so if she doesn't want them whatever that's a whole separate thing that's private but (laughs) (laughs) like I, i think about how much my life was delayed mm-hmm. and how I'm in quarantine and I can't do anything. I know people are out there being fucking irresponsible, but I'm not like I'm being responsible. And I'm like, how much of my life is being fucking delayed because yeah. of this? And yeah. I'm so fucking angry. Like I'm just angry and sad and like lonely. And I hate it. I fucking hate this. And so like, uh, and I'm with you on the when you go like you have to stop yourself and be like, well, it could be worse. But you know what? Fuck it. It also sucks. Like, and it's okay if it, it sucks yeah. for you. Yeah. And if you have like food on your table, your your very 
yes, you are very lucky. That does not mean that you don't have fucking problems. And I will say that that mentality, I don't know how things went with you, but that is like in apparently like therapists say that's like an abusive mentality that's put onto us. Interesting. A lot of times. Okay. Um, because it's about lessening your pain and it's basically belittling you like that's what that does it's saying be grateful for what you have so that you don't ask for more oh that's an interesting way to look at it yeah and you're you're right like I that's what, personally, I, mean, that's I don't look at it that way. Does too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're, you're, you know, you're onto something here, and I just wanted to talk it out because, like, yeah, like that makes sense in a yeah. way. But at the same time, it's like, you know, how do you help yourself cope? Like, oh, if it helps you, if I mean, I have to do that. If it helps you to cope, that's mm-hmm. totally different. If it's yeah. a thing you're doing to self soothe yeah, and to, you know, self care and all that. That's totally different. But if yeah. you find it's turning negative on you, that's what I'm trying to like get at. Yeah. Well, so yeah, there's, a, there's a big a difference. It's like centering you. Yeah. Then it's good. There's a big difference between, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should be able to get over this and yeah. shake it off. You're better than this. You know, it's a totally different vibe. But those could be so similar. And I think that you I think that it's important to be aware of how similar they can be. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're like an overachiever type of person, which we both are. It's like Taylor Swift and her song Shake It Off. It can be a yeah. motivational song in the right key, but if you change that to like, you know, another key, it's like a, a dirge and sad. Yeah. So Yeah, fun. and if you do it with a Polaroid, you're not supposed to technically do that. So don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't you follow the advice of Andre three thousand? No, no, no. But this is um, yeah, this is a, this is the thing. Like I, I was just reading about um Russia today. How Putin is going to be in power until twenty thirty six? They're going to change the constitution and stuff. And you know I where said, my mind automatically <laughs> went to Nixon in the jar from Futurama, just ahead. Right. He's going to be like the so, president for the rest of the time. Yeah, so, and this, it reminded me of the things that we talked about in my Russian politics class, where they're basically saying, like, Russian people kind of have the mentality of, like, well, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. So they accept way, way less than they should. And that pessimism ends up creating a, a shittier world for them. And that's what this makes me think of, too, where it's like, if you if you're constantly going well, it could be worse. You might not be embracing the fact that you deserve more. It's a very good point. And I think that's what a lot of people are are talking about right now when they're talking about systemic racism and sexism and all of these things, where they're saying you're telling me just because I can vote or um, just because I'm technically free, just because I can do this and that, that everything is fine and I shouldn't ask for more. Fuck you. Right. Like that's why we're going no, because you spent so long gaslighting people telling them that they have everything mm-hmm. and it's just, they didn't work hard enough. They didn't quite do enough. Well, that circles back to my other point too. It's like, this is a time that we've never experienced all of what's going on simultaneously. So 
another factor in this is you don't know what to devote your energy to at a specific given time. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, looking for a job, trying to, yeah. uh, support Black Lives Matter, trying to support trans rights, trying to make sure that the fucking chucklehead gets out of the White House so we get mm-hmm. some semblance of, uh, you know, adulting happening there. Yeah. Just any number of things that desire your full attention you have to figure out what to just deviate to on a certain day like what's on fire what's it's not even yeah. it's yeah. not even the analogy of okay all these houses are fine except for my house which is on fire so it needs uh, a fireman it's like mm-hmm. which house is most on fire right now yeah yeah, I agree. And hopefully it's, we can angle it so some of the splash goes over to that house, which is second most on fire. Have you ever played the game Pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the actual well, yes. game. Yes, I have. So that it's like Pandemic, where you go, okay, but Moscow's got quite a few cubes. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got to keep an eye out. Oh, shit, Australia's on fire. Like, mm-hmm. where you're going, wait, how did that one get so out of control? I turned my back for two seconds. So what happened? That's what it, it, like, like that, I mean, we're living in a pandemic, so it's even more fitting, but that's what it, I agree, that's what it feels like. I don't have an answer for that. No, you know. That's, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone has an answer for that. That was more Just of, like with religion, if someone says this is the answer, I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. You don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about I, that, too. I like people that say, I don't know the answer. Right. Because then at least they're being true, truthful. Yeah. Which is why I appreciate discussion more than just listening to somebody who claims to have all the answers. You know, yeah. you, can, you can listen to people all day long, quote from books, uh, tell you some thoughts that they've had, you know, what their mama told them, that sort of thing. And that's yeah. all fine and good. And you can absorb that knowledge and incorporate it into your own experience, sure. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather share ideas back and forth. I mean, I, I agree. Um, I do think we need to make sure we listen to, like, professionals because we're, clear, uh, we're clearly <laughs> not listening to uh, the very important people right now very true. Um, when it comes to the pandemic and, and things like that. Yeah. But – but on on like overall, I agree with you where discussion leads to as long as we're absorbing it and really listening, mm-hmm. it can lead to a lot of change and growth and everything like that. I think that is a benefit right now, too, is that because everything stopped, we have to listen. Yeah, I think that's why a lot like people are hearing this for the first time. It's been said a million times before but it was never heard. Like, that's why it's, I think it's resonating. I think that's why if it's going to change, it's going to change now because maybe for the first time ever, it's being heard. Another one of the firsts. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because you, you mentioned something about making sure to listen to professionals. Yeah. It, it's not even, <laughs> sometimes you can get knowledge by listening to someone that has no idea what they're talking about. And it reminds me, let me clarify. <laughs> because okay. they can take your mind down a path that you wouldn't have gone down otherwise. And it reminds me of that old TV trope where, you know, two scientists are trying to figure something out. And there's someone who is very much not a scientist. And they're like, oh, you know, I almost broke my neck coming in here. And they're like, break. Why, Shaggy, you might be on to something. What if we break up the formula and rebuild it this way? Yes, that's the answer. Yeah. 
So it reminds me of that. Like, you never know what's going to trigger something in your mind that'll help you look at something from another angle, from a different point of view. That's true. I will say that um, on a, a quick little sidebar here, mm-hmm. my computer screen is very dirty, and I don't have uh, one of the, the things to clean it nearby. Okay. Uh, but I do have a stuffed animal Big Bird. So I just cleaned my computer screen with a stuffed animal Big Bird, and I took video of it. So we're going to post that alongside All right. because I feel like everyone needs that. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. And it's just – I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a weird time. Like you said, nothing um, – Nothing feels normal. Nothing feels okay. No one's ever lived through this. But at the same time, no one's ever lived through this. Well, shit, what's going to happen? Maybe something great. Who knows? (laughs) Let's hope. In the meantime, something we can control, we've got a list of stuff to talk about this week. Oh, my God, yeah. We've done a half hour on rants. <laughs> well, we're doing it the other way around because last week we had fun it stuff. It was the opposite. Yeah. yeah. And then we had our, our therapy time. And this week we did therapy time from Jump. And now we can delve into the dessert, yeah. which is the fun stuff. I feel like every week one of us is going to need, or both, is going to need therapy time. We're just going <laughs> to have to accept that. And people are going to have to to just go along with it. Well, I, I definitely thank everybody for tuning in and, and sticking with us. And, you know, yeah. hopefully hopefully this discussion is adding to discussions you're having in your own homes and with your friends and family. Um, and if you do have anything to add, as always, feel free to tweet us, you know, at Lex and Matt. Uh, send us an email, Lex and Matt. I don't remember the email. Lex and mm. Matt, You can DM our, uh, <laughs> our, like, Instagram and stuff, too, at Lex and Matt. Straight up. You guys know how to get in touch with us. This is 2020. Yeah, I I use Instagram more, so I would say that's the easiest place to to DM. And Matt's on Twitter more. I, I am, I am. Yeah. I'm a I'm a fiend for Twitter. I'm a glutton for punishment, but I will tell you this: I like pretty pictures. Yeah, because at least there you get like you know a little bit of a little bit of sweetness with your sour every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, exactly. I. Uh, I, I don't know. I need to I need to start tuning out a little bit, um, you know, yeah. on, on some tedious shit because yeah. bickering with people online is not going to do it, you know, for a lot of way. I right. mean, definitely speak up if you feel compelled. I don't want to like silence anyone, obviously, but just want to get that out there. If if you're doing something, if you're screaming into the void and it's not cathartic. And you're just doing it because you're I don't even know, man. Fuck me. Just do what you want to do. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, don't do it. You're saying give yourself permission. To <laughs> Thank do you for helping me. <laughs> what you're talking about, which is take a fucking break. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, of course, you know, when I give advice like that, I'm speaking to myself more than anybody, and I need to take a fucking break because yeah, I get so sure. frustrated just seeing all this just terrible shit going on, and then you know you worry about taking a break because, well, shit, if I look away then I'm not going to learn about everything that's important in this world, and some people can't look away. So does that make me selfish? Of course oh, it doesn't God, make you no. selfish. See? No, you got to survive. Hole. It's a rabbit hole. See, you spiral about different things than I spiral about. <laughs> um, I'm not saying I never spiral about those things, 
but I, I, I weirdly have learned. I, it's, I, it's funny because I think that I've learned how to deal with the spiraling that you deal with. Mm. And you've learned how to deal with the spiraling that I've dealt with. So we're both kind of like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I think you handle. I think you handle things I spiral about better because you've put in more work with with like therapy and and, and self care and that sort of thing. Um, you've you've definitely put in more time than I have with that, you know, and I admire that. Um, but yeah, you you have tools. Well, the court mandated it, bud. So I don't know what. To say. <laughs> also that. <laughs> also that, but. Especially the fact that you've you've done the work. I mean, that's what's that's what's important. So, yeah, but I mean, the work never ends. So even yeah. if you go to therapy and get the tools, it's the tools to like handle the stuff. It doesn't fix things. It's just coping with things. I realize that can sound pessimistic. It's not. It's actually optimistic. It means you're better at facing things. Um, you know, you get your sonic screwdriver and you learn to fix that shit. So. Go to therapy. <laughs> In conclusion, oh, I always I always recommend therapy. And if you're thera- if you go to therapy and you're like, I don't like this person, <laughs> go to a different therapist. Nobody nobody talks about that. How you don't have to go to that therapist. It can be a bad date, and you don't have to go on another date with that person. You don't have to. You can just move on, find a new one. That's right. It's about compatibility. It's the same shit. So, no. And even if you have a therapist that you at one point thought was the best in the world, and all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore, that's fine. Just because you got bad blood, mm-hmm. you used to have mad love. You just move oh on. Oh, my God. This is a T-Swift episode. <laughs> you just move on. It's fine. Don't even feel bad about it. Don't even okay. feel bad. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with you. Uh, okay, so I guess we should actually talk about the fucking content of this show. We should. Uh, what did you, did you want to start with this weird graphic that I got? Is there something you want to talk about in particular? This graphic has... We have so many things on here. (laughs) This graphic, which we'll of course share with the listeners, uh, with you wonderful adventurers, we're going to share this with you because it's been like hovering over our notes for the past three weeks. But because oh, there's so much going on in the world today, yeah. uh, we haven't had a chance to really dissect this yet. So mm-hmm. let's get into it. This is one of those classic choose three, the rest got to go, the rest get canceled mm-hmm. sort of thing. So this is um, a list of upcoming projects, mm-hmm. upcoming nerdy genre uh, movie Moves. projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we touched on a few of these. We touched on Flash last week because of all the Batman news attached to it, yes. which is dope. Um, so I'll go through the list. We've got yeah. these upcoming films, The Flash, mm-hmm. Deadpool 3, Thor, Love and Thunder, John Wick 4, Avatar 2, The Blue People, Not the Airbender, yes. Mission Impossible 7, Indiana Jones 5, the fuck, Into the Spider-Verse 2, mm-hmm. Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie that doesn't have a title yet. And lastly, <laughs> Justice League's Snyder Cut. Okay. Choose three. Let's go you back and forth. You gotta choose three. Yeah. All right. So the first one that I I definitely have to pick is Spider Verse. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you got you got. I have to see in the Spider Verse too. Like mm-hmm. yes. 
So normally when we do these top whatever lists, we go out of order. I'm going to go in order. I'm going to talk about my most anticipated to, uh, all right, I guess if I got to pick a third one. Oh, really? Because, see, I'm having trouble picking between two for a third one. Okay. So my my top tier, my top movie that I want to see from this list. Mm Mm-hmm. Is into the Spider Verse too. I can't deny it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? so it's in production. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel. It, it there's so much just richness there. People are still finding Easter eggs in this film. I saw something today where someone found a picture in Miles's uncle's apartment when he sneaks in, and it's it's a framed photo, you know, in the style of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a screen capture of Community, uh, season three, episode one, where Donald Glover is wearing the Spider-Man costume, which was the inspiration for the yeah. creation of Miles Morales, as you all very well know by now. But it was like a straight up shot of that, <laughs> and nobody saw it until somebody pointed it out on Reddit today. So that yep. was kind of dope. Yeah, um, it's crazy how little things are still being found in these movies. Yeah, and just little touches they put in there. Like, there's there's one point where Miles is singing along to a Post Malone song, and it's got a swear word in there, but they, they make him, like, flub it. So it doesn't sound like censorship. It just sounds mm-hmm. like he just didn't know the words. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just, that's beautiful production. Like, how do you do that? Ah. You know, it helps to not actually know the lyrics. <laughs> you know, as a voice actor, choices mm-hmm. like these are uh, very interesting when you get that yes. direction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> side note, I actually did participate in um, a fellow voice actor's demo reel as the uh, the hefty voice. You know, the mm-hmm. hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was a lot of fun. Um, Ronnie Brizolara, she um, was putting together a demo reel and she asked if I wanted to do the uh, the hefty voice. But what's funny is, you know, before the, the final, like, strong hefty, there's like a, a, a like a, a lilting, just whiny, usually female voice mm-hmm. that's saying these other terrible qualities about other trash bags. Stinky, stinky, mm-hmm. stinky. But the way that she read the direction, she wanted me to do that too. So I had to do this really, like, geeky, just whiny uh. voice. So I'm going to ask her if I can share that audio with you guys. And if I oh, can, God. put it right here. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to new hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Now for a new low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. And then we're back to the list. Okay. So, I look forward to never listening to that because I don't listen to our show. <laughs> I'll make sure you get that personally. <laughs> I would prefer if you don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's your second choice? Okay. So I am curious about quite a few movies on here. Mm-hmm. But I have to go with Thor, Love and Thunder, and it's mainly because of my love of Natalie Portman. Okay. Okay. I just really want to see her as Thor. Because remember, she's going to be Thor. That's right, she is. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, I need that. I, mm. I need that in my life. So, <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> give me give me that movie now. I'm looking, I'm looking for more Valkyrie. Like, that's what I'm excited about. Like, I'm yeah. glad Chris Hemsworth has, has embraced his full dork, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but really, Tessa Thompson 
made uh, Ragnarok for me. So I'm looking forward to more of her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second movie on this list is John Wick 4. Really? Yeah. I know, because it's it's not even comic book related. I still haven't seen any of those movies. You haven't seen any of them. I think... No. I think, you know, these are... I think I'd like them, because I like him. I yeah. Like him. And yeah, beyond man. that, besides that, I think just the 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 sheer thought that went into the production of the movie. I think you'd enjoy mm-hmm. a lot of the little touches that are in there, especially when you go back and watch the behind-the-scenes stuff. The yeah. cinematography is top-notch. The fight scenes are phenomenal. And it's a testament to how hard Keanu Reeves works to make his films authentic. When he gets this much um, control over what he does, mm-hmm. it really is a sight to behold because he put his all into this, and it really it really shows on screen. Um, <laughs> the, the, the best fight in the film, the, uh, in the first movie... And I'll just, I'll give you this little tidbit just to like bait the hook. In the first movie, you know, he's supposed to be like this, this assassin and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And nobody can go toe to toe with him. There's one guy that gives him a run for his money in hand to hand combat. Um, and with hand to hand combat in John Wick, you kind of have to like allow a a, a handgun as well because he like Mm -hmm. punches with the gun. There's one guy that can stand toe-to-toe with him, and that guy is the same actor that that did his stunts in the Matrix movies. Oh, that's cool. And so it's kind of like a tip of the hat. Like, here, you made me look good. I'm going to make you look like a star. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just little touches like that. It's like, and there's much more, you know? Keanu's a cool dude. He had that story. They had that story that just came out where, like, it was um, the Dracula movie. We actually have this in the notes where Winona Ryder was talking about how Francis Ford Coppola was like a- an asshole on set mm-hmm. and wanted hi- wanted Keanu to be like a total dick to her and like wanted wanted her him to like basically like yell at her and abuse her and Keanu just refused. Like wow. he flat out refused. And you know. It was just like, I was like, ah, oh, shit, one more good story about Keanu. Just constantly getting good stories about him. So I do need to watch it. Like, it is on my list of yes, for sure. Isn't it great when uh, when stories leak about people being, like, good humans? Yeah. That's, That's kind of great. That's the case with him, too. You don't mm-hmm. hear about it unless it leaks because he just quietly does all these awesome things. <laughs> the he bar is down. so low. I swear to God, the bar is so low just for human decency. The bar is low, but he is not just like meeting the bare minimum. You're right. He's he goes above and beyond. Yep, it's totally Based right. Stories we've heard about, like how he took care of um, the people who did the FX work and everything on Matrix, and how he donates to so many like child cancer things and everything like that. So, you know, he seems like a good dude. He does. He really does. So John Wick Four gets my vote. I know it's like one of those movies. It's it's further down. Um, well, I guess Thor is like part four as well. So that's that's kind of yeah. like on the same level. But something like a, an action film of this caliber that doesn't have uh, other movies that are like propping it up. You think okay, mm. they've done enough of these. It's kind of getting yeah. tired. But no, like the way they left off the third one, you really want to know what happens next. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's a I'll great film. Check them out. 
it's a great series. We watched it um, most recently uh, during our, our our daytime movie marathons, where D and I are both working, and we want to put on a movie that we've either seen already or something that doesn't require much attention. Right. And um, try as we might, the John Wick films still desired. A lot of attention from us. We kept looking up. So uh, sorry to my day job if I too, too distracting. Got to throw in the office or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it. we we went through that already. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone's gone through everything. Oh, we're yeah. circling back. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, so uh, this third one that mm-hmm. I have to pick is where it becomes a little bit more of a struggle because I do want to see what happens with several of these films. But I think I I think I I think I want Deadpool three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I I I'm not super excited about this Flash movie. As excited as I should be, I guess. And it's not because I don't love the Flash, but it's because the show is so good mm-hmm. and has kind of scratched that itch of I don't I don't know if I really care about a Flash movie. Mm. Uh, that could that could change. I'm I'm gonna keep an open mind and everything. Um, and I do want to see the Snyder Cut. I am very curious about that. Um, but, yeah, I think Deadpool 3, I just, I really enjoy, we've talked about this, I really enjoyed Deadpool 2. I was surprised at how they maintained that humor going into, you know, a sequel. So I'm I'm very curious to see what they'll do. I also want to see how they integrate it into the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. That's the most appealing part of that to me as well, just... How they handle the so many Disney jokes. It's gonna be hilarious. Oh man, they they yeah yeah. I certainly hope it it is given just free reign. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I think it should. Let them do whatever. Why not? Yeah, why not? So that's a good choice. I like that one. Um, I mean, you almost sold me on that. Like that's it's a <laughs> it's a close third because of that that aspect right. of seeing how um, Disney. If if they put if they take the muzzle off, you know what I mean. If they keep it's, the muzzle, it's going to be a real experiment because they've never. I don't think they've ever done anything like this. Right, right. Yeah, something so close to the uh, to the public. Um, you know, he's he's been embraced into society at this point. He's no longer mm-hmm. like a fringe character. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like you can say, "Hey, don't bring your kids." It's like your kids are going to beg you. To bring yeah. them to see Deadpool, just like, you know, a Rick and Morty sort of thing. It's like, you know, you shouldn't be watching this, but that makes you want to watch it even more. So that that's close to my number three. But I got to give it to Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie. Because, uh, yeah, I know, man. I'm, I am yeah. very excited to see whatever he does. Right. I mean, with The Mandalorian, you know how much I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was big into Rogue One. I thought that was an excellent movie. I even loved um, Solo. I thought that was a great film too. I'm so tired of the fucking Skywalkers. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it's done. Even I mean, even it, it controversy aside, you know, with, with the movies and everything like that, like I enjoyed them overall. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not pissing on the 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 saga or whatever, but those side stories entertain me so much more. Mm-hmm. than the main films and to each their own you know i understand people love the expanded universe there's some people that are purists for the lore that was set out in the video games or just the comics or just the cartoons but for me like rogue one it it just mm-hmm. scratched an itch i don't know and then I solo I, I don't know i think i've just outgrown it sometimes sometimes it's how i feel Sometimes it's not for us. And I think yeah. that gets lost a lot too. They they try yeah. to appeal to every demographic simultaneously. 
And you can. Yeah, there, there are only certain parties that can like, you know, gild the lily in that way, you know, mm-hmm. so, so consistently. Like Pixar does it, you know, effortless, effortlessly. They know, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to appealing to the masses, uh, you know, both from a childlike aspect and an adult aspect, I think Taika Watiti can do that as well. Yeah, I agree. So I'm so interested to see what he does. Mandalorian is not for kids. I mean, outside of like, you know, Baby Yoda, there's nothing there for kids. And that's fine because they're appealing to me. If kids want, like, do kids watch that and enjoy it? (laughs) I'm sure they did, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they must have, right? I mean, they're they're selling merch for the baby. Yeah. Uh So maybe they're going to spin him off into his own, like, animated show like Slimer or something like that. Who knows? Slimer. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, but I I I mean I'm glad we both agree we don't give a shit about Avatar 2. Fuck no. I want that movie to come out just so we can forget about it. You know? Yeah. That's all I want. Indiana Jones five, I feel like that's elder abuse. We shouldn't be doing that. Okay, that is messed up. We should not be putting Harrison Ford through Indiana Jones 5. He's going to try to fly an airplane to the set again, and he's going to fucking pull a launch pad McQuack and, like, land upside down and just walk away unscathed like he always does. But it's going to be scary. I don't want that to happen. I love Harrison Ford. Please don't let him do this. How old is he now? Old. He needs to stop. 70s, right? Gotta be. (laughs) Old enough to know better. Okay. No more indie. No more. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like a legacy thing. Like, yeah. Why don't they recast his son and just do that shit? <laughs> I bet they feel bad they pulled the trigger on Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Like his he his was, management. He was real big right then. Seventy seven. Holy fuck. Nah, man. It's time to sit down. Yeah. Jeez. It's time to sit down. I um. <laughs> Mission Impossible series. I love that, but. I think I'd be fine if they stopped. You know? Yeah. I'd be okay. Um Snyder Cut, like you said before, sure. Let's get it over with. Let's 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 get it out there. I'm curious. Uh well, the Flash, now, especially that we know this shit about Joss Whedon. I'm I'm all I'm actually more for the Snyder Cut now. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why were you even on like no, you shouldn't have any part of this film. Right. Let's like just... when he put these actors through hell, apparently. Yeah. No, fuck you. I saw who's the, who's the guy that played Cyborg? Ray Miller was that his name? I do not remember. I'm sorry. We're gonna I find out right cyborg. now. But the actor came out and said, "Like, look, um, Joss Whedon was terrible on the set. He put us through a lot, yeah. you know." And and people were quick to like just try to check him on that and say, "Well, hey, um, you know, on the on the press tour, you were saying how great it was to work under him. Ray Fisher is the gentleman's name. Ray Fisher. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Ray something. So, yeah, Ray Fisher is the is the gentleman's name that plays Cyborg. Um, you know, there were a lot of things wrong with that film. And when they were doing the press tour, he was like, "Oh yeah, it was great to work with uh, with Josh Sweden. You know, he's a legend in the industry. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. You got to say shit like that on a press tour. You can't yeah, just like tank." Yeah, because it's not just for you. You're doing this for everybody that worked on this film. You right. know, it, it's a difference between it being a bomb and being, you know, possibly a hit just based on word of mouth. You're one of the leads of this film. You can't say that it's garbage before it comes out. People won't want to work with you again. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure there. 
So, of course, he's going to try to, like, suck it up and just say, yeah, I had a great time on set, you know, copy-paste to the next film. Oh, yes, right. I read so many comics to get ready for this role. I haven't read shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've always been a comic fan. What's a fucking comic book? Yeah. You know, just stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they always do the same rigmarole. I bet he's never even read a comic before. And then they have to show the picture of them Error. on Instagram reading, like, a graphic novel. Like, also, ooh. who cares? Oh, you caught me. Here I am reading this book based on my character. <laughs> I guess I'll get back to it now. Are we done? And they just throw yeah. it in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. I think um, it's I, I admire the fact that he is like just straight up just, hey, look, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a bold move considering he's not like a household name. There are more. There are other actors within that cast that could have said that. Yeah. Um. Without as much risk, I think. Right. Like Affleck could have threw that out there. Yeah. Affleck might have had more to lose technically, like because he has more, but like he's not going to lose shit. No. People will just be like, "Oh, that's just Affleck," you know. Yeah. Affleck gonna Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think Gail Gadot, I mean, geez, if she's talking about it, if any woman is talking about, like, an abusive set, they're going to listen. Um, but I'm glad he did. I yeah. hope that his cast members support him, too. I hope so, too. Except Ezra Miller. Fuck him, too. But, I think, you know. Yeah, I think they probably will support him. Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. And that's that brings me to the reason why I don't really care about The Flash. Like we talked about last week, Ezra Miller, uh, famously at this point, or infamously, however you want to look at it, he... Um, I don't think anyone knows about that, bud. I think that just passed. Man. In the story. <laughs> That's fucked up. Because there's video of him punching a woman. Yeah, yeah. But no, people just... Hey, we get Batman. Aha, let's let's let this movie happen now. Yeah, no... I don't think I don't think that's even it, though. I don't think most people even heard about it. That's crazy. It, it was just, I just remember it being, like, on Twitter, and then it kind of passed, and that's it. I don't right. remember what was going on at the time or whatever, but yeah. 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 It's 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 interesting what we have time for as a as a society and what we don't. And what just triggers people into action. You know. I, I'm not trying to use like the buzzword, oh we're triggered. It's like no, what what actually causes people to take action and, and rally behind right. a person or a cause, you know? That's that's something that it's unpredictable in a lot of ways. Right. But what I'm getting at is the fact that, like, you know, with him paired with the fact that, you know, we have had a Flash for the past seven years. And everything that I've ever wanted to see the Flash do, we've seen on television. Sure, the budget might have been garbage, but we saw it happen. It we also saw... looked really fucking good with that budget. So in, who cares? Yeah, in a lot of ways. We saw a giant fucking shark on legs fight a gorilla and that shit ruled we saw yeah. that happen we saw a man run fast enough to get up enough static clang and throw lightning at people it's great i know i do we I'm need with to see you. it again i'm with you I, <laughs> do, I we need, do we I need to see need a dollar it. general version of the flash is what i'm saying oh shit uh yeah so um I guess fingers crossed that it's not a complete train wreck and that Ezra Miller goes through some sensitivity training and works on himself a little bit, but who knows? Um, in the meantime, you touched a little bit on, um, 
Oh no, we talked about that. We did talk about uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, we 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 kind of test a little bit about just um, Hollywood people just being completely awful. And yeah. one of one of the people who let me down uh, in a big way just over this past year or so has been Terry Crews, yeah. surprisingly. Um, of course, you know, everybody knows that he, he did that thing about uh, lesbian couples, you know, missing a key factor in their households, which is a male influence. And that's not something that he should have an opinion about, nor should I. Um that's a conversation that he should be listening to and not trying to set the uh, the tone for. Yeah, yeah. He he said that you need a fa- you need fathers. He just like, bottom line, and then he kept doubling down when people were like, "Look, Terry, we love you. Take a take a listen here. Let's 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 talk about this a little bit." He's like, "No, I I, I need to let you know that this is I'm a man. I've lived on this earth for this long." He tried to pull rank. He tried to yeah. <laughs> like, dude, no, no, you're not gaining anything by doing that yeah and then of course there was the little not i don't want to call it little but there was the situation with uh gabriel union um talking about the working conditions um on america's got talent uh and ultimately getting fired for doing so from the show right and uh basically people were like okay terry cruz you know you you were going through uh, some situations in your life and black women had your back and we championed you and we tried to, you know, help you out here and boost you up. And now that a black woman needs your help, you are quiet. What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, that was weird. It was weird and disappointing. And so when he was finally backed into a wall, he finally said something half hearted and half assed. But, you know, this is this is a common uh, topic. Uh, amongst uh, black folks, which is just, you know, black men ask for black women's support all the time. But when the shoe's on the other foot, it doesn't seem to um, to manifest. And mm-hmm. it's just disappointing, to say the least. Yeah, I was listening to a uh, to a podcast this week myself uh, called mm-hmm. In the In the Thick. I N T H A T H I C K. Uh, it's a, it's a podcast that's recorded out of Chicago as well. Shout out to them. Um, they invited a couple of guys on their show. Uh, it's hosted by three black women. Mm-hmm. They invited a couple guys on the show to talk about this very subject. And a lot of things were said, but, you know, I was, I was a little disappointed that, um, these gentlemen didn't come up with any real thought provoking answers as to, uh, you know, why that tends to be the case it's 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 an ongoing conversation and like i was saying earlier you know sometimes you just need to listen and not chime in so i'm listening and i want to know why that is yeah Um, and that's not something like you were just saying you can't speak to that situation of like having a father or whatever that's not your but like that's this is not my place to to enter that conversation that is going on between black men and black women yeah yeah and I, i mean it's just it's good to listen, you know? Oh. It's just good to absorb. What? Yeah, it is what? good to listen. Oh, okay. I thought you were, like, doing a bit when you cleared your throat, but you were legit clearing your throat. No, okay. I, I just uh, swallowed air incorrectly. That's oh. So, I just okay. took, an, I took an air weird. Um, no, like, yeah, everyone should be listening, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, that's definitely not my place to speak to that. So... 
that's an important thing, acknowledging your place, which Terry Crews does not seem to be able to do. So lastly, um, something that he did yesterday, which just frustrated people again. You can't even say mad or disappointed. You're just frustrated with Terry Crews at this point because it's like, motherfucker, you know, you do some amazing things. You're, you're a great comedic actor. You got muscles for days. You say some very sweet things and you do some very sweet things sometimes. But man, when you come out of your neck with some of this shit, he yeah. goes, um, he says something positive about people coming together and the world being a better place. You know, just lip service, basically. Everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But then he decides to end the tweet with make sure Black Lives Matter doesn't become Black Lives Better. Because nobody's saying cent- that, man. Centuries of systemic racism—that's all just gonna disappear. Didn't because, he say something about like black supremacy recently too? Yeah, yeah, and it was like, okay, maybe maybe Terry had a little bit too much uh, protein in his shake that morning, mm-hmm. and it's blocking some, you know, brain waves or something like that. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, he couldn't have said no. He, yeah. Yeah, he's he's talking about black supremacy and how that's going to be a problem sometime soon. Because, you know, white supremacists are just so quick to give up their power. Like, oh, you know, all right, black folks, you got us. No, no, Terry. That's not how it works. It's also just not how it works numbers-wise. Like, no. <laughs> do, you, do you know, like, statistics of, like, how many how many black people versus white people are in this country? Like... Like numbers wise is just a minority. Like right. it's just there. So I don't understand what you're talking about. So of course a lot of people dunked on him when he said that. <laughs> and yeah. you know, there are even some people that were, were kindly trying to talk to him, like Terry Lowe. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is this is the situation. When we get to that bridge, we'll discuss it then. But we're a long way off, brother. Yeah, you know, that is oof. That's a long way off to even start thinking about that. You know, we, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting syrup bottle name changes right now. We're not getting police and to stop killing black folks. you know what? You should be grateful. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, how about a little appreciation here, huh? Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah we gave you syrup bottles. Yeah. You know, next week we're going to turn Heinz ketchup black in honor of, of, of black <laughs> history. You oh know? my God. Did you see that <laughs> Yasir Lesser, uh, um, Lesser, did you see what he did? No. What happened? Okay. Yasir Lester, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, he is a comedian and a writer. <laughs> and he went and made a fake Jersey Mike uh, ad. And it went, so he just said, I can't believe, he said, um, literally, what is Jersey Mike's doing? <laughs> and this is what it is. And it, it looks like he made this. Like, okay. I, I don't understand. Um, we, we here at Jersey Mike's are always striving for greatness with our sandwiches, but also with our community. We have listened to the larger conversation and have decided effective tomorrow, July 1st, that our famous BLT, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich, will now become a BLM, bacon, lettuce, <laughs> bacon, lettuce, and mayo, and just mayo sandwich. Uh, and he said, Black Lives Matter. And he said, literally, what is Jersey Mike's doing? Okay. So it's a hilarious tweet. I saw it. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, I loved it. Um, and it, and, but here's the problem. It went viral. 
Yeah. And local news stations started doing <laughs> stories on it. So you can go on his um uh it's at Yasir uh Lester is his his handle on I mean he's super popular on Twitter, but <laughs> it went viral where it like I I just I, <laughs> I don't know what you originally or why I brought this up, but because I, I, I brought up the black ketchup, but yeah, the that's black ketchup. That's, yes, okay, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. Yeah, it's like talking about these <laughs> gestures, and he was like, he com- he made the greatest satire for a gesture, <laughs> like for an empty corporate gesture. Because that's how that's how fucking ridiculous it is. Yeah, it's it's just like lettuce and mayo sandwich to the BLS. <laughs> it's just like people when people make up stuff that the president did or didn't do. Yeah, it's like. All right, that sounds believable. I mean, given the yeah. shit he's already done, yeah. Given the way society is right now, yes, absolutely. Bacon, well, lettuce, and mayo. People, people were believing it. Yeah. And not for a second, I was like, "Wait, what did Jersey Mike's do?" And then I read it, and I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, that is so funny. That is so funny." <laughs> I mean, just the most beautiful satire in a sea of terribleness. <laughs> so good but yeah, yeah it got picked up on the news and it you you gotta go on his twitter feed and watch this news coverage because they go out and they interview like teenage girls teenage white girls about it and i'm like <laughs> why did you put these children on television what is wrong with you <laughs> bacon lettuce tomato let me tell you something shout out to shout out to new jersey yeah shout out shout out to uh tell them steve dave of course you know but um yeah they ain't doing that in jersey like oh neither Jersey God. nor Mike is doing that. I'll tell you right now. It's just not happening. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, I've wanted to go to New Jersey to visit Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay. I think I can, uh, I can uh, let that one out. I, yeah. I, I'm going to let that slide. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to recommend otherwise. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Also, but, like, uh, <laughs> do we have Jersey listeners? You're my guys. I hate the place you live. <laughs> I highly doubt it. But if anybody from Jersey wants to write in and tell me why it'd be a wonderful place for me to visit, then please, by all means, write us. Let and us if know. you want to convince me that Jersey doesn't fucking suck, write in. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Jersey. No, I'm kidding. No, you guys are fine. Thank you. Um, I hate you, yeah. Jersey. Thank you. <laughs> So have you been, um, speaking of gestures that uh, didn't quite stick the landing, actually, yeah. this is fucking great because it ties into a note that I had. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see what Skittles did for Pride Month? No. So, I don't want to know. Speaking of empty gestures, yeah, this is the perfect transition. Let me, let me, let me, because I, ha- I happen to have a bag right here of okay. um, only available at Walmart. Uh, Skittles special edition for Why do you have these? Oh, it's Resnaculous, my friend. Okay. The Skittles Pride Pack. So, just the, the, the packaging right here. This is a special Resnaculous corner. We haven't mm-hmm. done this in quite some time. The packaging is in black and white. And it ah, says, yes. only one rainbow matters during Pride. Give the rainbow. So you're supposed to share this with with your friends and, and family, I guess. It's a shareable size. Maybe they mean the whole bag. Maybe they mean a handful. Who knows? But you know the fucked up thing 
You know how you and I hate with a with a seething passion green apple? How yeah, it's fuck. like, you know, yeah. the, the the devil just came on earth and just, you know, went to the flavoring factory and just said, yeah. Oops, green apple. Yeah. So yeah. Um all the Skittles in the bag are gray. So you can't pick them out. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Cool. So it's like it's like a it's like a Yoko Ono John Lennon type experience. You're just eating gray Skittles, not knowing what flavor you're putting into your mouth. It's going to be some hodgepodge. Thankfully, it's not those weird like Harry Potter bean boozled type situation. I mean, green uh, uh, green apple Skittles are close enough. That's true. You know, there is one bean boozled flavor that I liked, and it it's, it kind of bothers me that I liked it. So I try not to think about it too much. Um, their green one was a choice between either lime flavor, which is of course ideal, and then cut grass. And yeah. let me tell you, hey, you liked it? Mm, mm, mm. It's not that bad. You like the grass? It's not, okay. it, yeah, it's, you know. I, look, I've lived my I, life with the motto "keep off the grass," but I made a rare exception. Sure. I was on the grass, and it was delicious. So I feel about this pride stuff. Kind of similar to how you feel. We were like, I don't, what? I, I just want rights. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing this thing? Yeah. Because um, there was no, there was no like announcement of any type of donation or, you know, rally. Yeah. Or anything and I like also, that. did, did Skittles do anything for Black Lives Matter? That's my, that's my follow up question because they planned out this little fucking stunt for Pride. Yeah. I'm like, uh, but you know, black people are queer too. So. They're yeah. a part of the LGBT community, so if you don't, if you're not um, showing up for them, you're not showing up for our community. So fuck you. Like what? Oh wait, I'm I'm okay. So I'm I'm seeing now. Every pack of Gray Skittles sold, a dollar will be donated to the group. Uh, glad, up okay. to one hundred thousand dollars. I don't mean <laughs> to sound ungrateful, and I'm glad they're doing something. But what the a f- hundred grand? That Skittles? is that is nothing with your Skittles money. Like no, but okay, yeah, it's something. I mean, they, so this, they ha- I think they have to do something nowadays. Yeah, you can't just. <laughs> but, you can, yeah, what? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm trying to see what candy company is even responsible for Skittles at this point. I'm not even sure. Hasbro. Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers, GI Joe, and Skittles. That's what they do. It's colorful pieces you can eat, but it's the same shit. <laughs> I'm not saying one will be delicious or one will be digestible, but you can eat them. It's more than meets the eye, Skittles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that queer, was a... Wait, more than queers the eye? No. Oh! Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great. It was fastball. Yeah, it was. Uh, ladies? <laughs> that, All right. Hey, it was, it was definitely hey. that. Uh, so, Skittles... You don't listen. You just don't listen. You took our <laughs> lime away. And then they keep they keep fucking teasing us about the lime too. And this is yeah, like the, like write us your grievances and I'm like, uh no. Like that no. ad that was talking about are you mad about uh, fuck you. I don't even I don't like you anymore, Skittles. <laughs> Gray Skittles. I used Gray. to love sour Skittles. Oh yeah, sour, sour skittles. skittles. And now I'm like the fucking green apple is just taunting me. It's jarring. So, 
I, I'm sure these Skittles will be available for quite some time. Um, that's that's a vernacular corner. Thank you so much for listening to that. Uh, <laughs> I see you have a note here at the top of the list that I would like you to clarify. Oh, um, I want to read more graphic novels. So if people want to recommend some to me, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I I want to read things right now. Okay. But I'm working on my book still, um, and so I can't. I, and I have. I, I'm doing summer classes as well, so like I can't really read a book book. I can't focus on a book book. So I'm thinking comic book, maybe. I don't know. I'm looking yeah. for recommendations. So if people want to send in recommendations, I'm all for it. You know I am too. Actually, if you've got any good recommendations of books you think that I would enjoy as well, hey, I'm down. Yeah. I've been. Um, subscribed to the uh, to the I've, I've been subscribed to marvel unlimited mm. for a couple of months now and i've i've gotten great joy out of that i'm finally caught up with uh black panther um there was an uncanny x-men run that i wanted to read up on uh disassembled and i'm still kind mm-hmm. of i'm still kind of getting through that a little bit it's a little rough and then of course i love immortal hulk and i've been reading that like crazy too so I I highly recommend the Marvel Unlimited app just because if you're behind like I am with uh monthly books there's a lot there for you to uh to take in. Um they've gotten better about organization. The writers are actually listed under the writer section now, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Marvel Unlimited or um like just library is what I yeah. use. So Yeah. Libraries um, interface is a little clunky sometimes. Like that's the only grievance is, I have with it that. It is free. <laughs> it is free. So you know you're getting more than you pay for. Yeah. So that's something because somebody had to go in and scan all those some bitches. So it's worth it. Huh? Yeah, totally, totally worth it. I've actually had uh, great success with non-Marvel books uh, going through Hoopla to check yeah, that's those what out. Hoopla. That's the name of it. I forgot about the name. Yeah, Hoopla's yeah. good. Um, I was curious about the Power Rangers comics that were coming out, but not curious yep. enough to purchase them. So yeah. I was able to go into Hoopla and uh, check some of those out. They're there. They're okay. You know, they're they're rangering. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're powerful. Uh, they're rangering. You know, they're rangering like, like you read about. But um, a, a series that I really did enjoy and still do enjoy, and hopefully they keep publishing it, Black Hammer is the one that I read. And it, it takes some um, comic book tropes and kind of turns them on their head a little bit and adds a little bit of a, a mystery, a, a Twilight Zone-esque mis- mystery to it. Oh, who, who published uh, that? IDW? That is, I think it's Image. I could be yeah. wrong. Not, it sounds like an IDW book for, for some reason to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say yes. Okay. But... <laughs> Like, I, I have the book over here, and I can, like, reach back and get it, but that's bad that's radio, okay. so I'm yeah. not going to do it right now. But it's it's not Marvel or DC, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, they did, however, do a crossover somehow with Justice League, which is what got me to read it um, past, like, the first arc in the first place. Like, it was interesting enough to get my attention. Then I kind of let it go by the wayside. Then yeah. I saw uh, in, in the publications that they were going to have a crossover with Justice League, and it intrigued me. I'm like, how is that going to work? Because Justice League is a very straightforward superhero comic, and this is a, you know, kind of out in left field sort of story. So mm-hmm. 
I, I need to go back and now read that crossover to find out how they made that work. And problem with that is it's not on Hoopla, so I got to pay money for it. <laughs> yeah, the struggle. The, the struggle conundrum. is real. Something else I've been doing, um, because, you know, I, 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 I get in my head a lot about things. Uh, uh, I've, fucking same. <laughs> what? I've been sending, and sometimes something that helps me cope is I, I send care packages out to people just to mm-hmm. let them know I'm thinking about them, you know, uh, friends and family, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people I consider family, of course. But something that I was putting together for D, who was in earshot now, I can see. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put together a care package for her because, of course, I'm not going to leave D out. Um, she got a, a Skyrim book set because, uh-huh. you know, in this household, Skyrim is just law. We love yeah, Skyrim. Right. Um, you actually call it Dragon Law, and it's <laughs> very uncomfortable visiting your home. So, yeah. <laughs> we only speak the language of the Dovahkin in this mm-hmm. house. Right. Uh, <laughs> I am lost. So lost. <laughs> so something else that I tried to do, um, tried to put together, which was incredibly difficult. Uh, Joe Hill, the son of uh, Stephen mm-hmm. King. He uh, has been publishing some comics recently. Mm-hmm. I want to say like over the past year or so. Um, so I was trying to get like a full collection of Joe Hill's comics that he published under um, Hill House Comics with DC. Because it tells like every monthly release has a slice of a different story in there called Sea Dogs at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get like parts 1 through 27, I think they're up oh, to now, shit. put in her care package. And these books are so hard to find. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was getting a delivery like every day for a week of just different issues wow. and having to like quickly squirrel them into the house and put them together. So now I got everything except for like the first two chapters. Mm. And it sucks because like they're all just sitting here behind me and I'm trying to keep them neat and tidy and not bend the spines because, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. obsessive that way. Cause they're comic books. Cause they're comic books. That. Yeah. That's right. You respect them. So, yeah. <laughs> so she does know about them then. Well, now she does because she's okay. in earshot. But no, um, she already got her care package. So gotcha. I just, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. But yeah, I just, I want to, I want to read those because I love Joe Hill's writing. I love mm-hmm. uh, Nosferatu, the, the uh, novel he put mm-hmm. out, which is now a uh, top TV show on AMC. Check your local listings. Um, it's a really he, good. Uh, yeah. Didn't he write Lock and Key? He did. He did as yeah. well. I always forget about that. And I know yeah. that was uh, where he found the most success thus far in his career, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was celebrated. But, you know, for some reason, the books for Lock and Key are just okay to me. The TV show was just okay. But all of his other work, I tend to enjoy so much. Yeah, I didn't read I, Lock and subjective. Key because I, I wasn't a huge fan of the artwork, so I just never got into it. See, yeah. That but yeah, too. I like his writing as well. I'm with you. Yeah, the artwork is fine. It's just it doesn't fit that uh, that story. You know, yeah, it feels like it should be black and white and like yeah. like dark, and just weird. Yeah, it's a little too bubbly and and, and energetic for the cartoony. story it's trying to tell. Yeah. yeah, a little bit too cartoony. Like I could see that artist drawing like a Young Justice book or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. Um, don't be discouraged, folks. Uh, if you heard me mention any books in a derogatory way, please don't be discouraged. 
sell me on them. I want to hear why you love the books that you love. And uh, maybe we can introduce also, some folks to some good reads. Some yeah, reading also, Let's do like, one person loves a thing a lot and another person thinks it's terrible. For example, me loving Grease too, and a lot of people thinking it's terrible. They're wrong. <laughs> uh, it's it's lovely yes, because of yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. But, you Absolutely. know, people have different opinions about things, and that's okay. I was humbled. Speaking of Michelle Pfeiffer, I was humbled on a, uh, a post that John Craig put up because, you know, he has a uh, a distinct love of uh, Smash Mouth's All Star, yeah. Um, you know, from the motion picture Mystery Men from the hit movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Shrek? I don't understand what Shrek. No. Anyway, um, he's always sharing memes <laughs> that have to do with <laughs> Smash Mouth and or All Star. And so he was like, you know, you can't hear a picture. And then he posted a picture of um, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, whose name escapes me right now. Uh, <laughs> And so everybody was commenting with like images that you can hear. And I put an image of the music video. I'm bringing it back now. I put an image of the music video from, uh, oh, fuck. What was it called? Gangsta's Paradise. Right. With Michelle Pfeiffer as she's staring down Coolio. And he didn't get it. And I was so like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My whole childhood has flashed before my eyes. I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I'm think I'm trying to think of the like Jamiroquai music video where it's like moving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Virtual insanity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one one shot of that. You you see exactly what it is from jump, you know. Yeah. You know exactly what it is. Um I would say most most Smashing Pumpkins videos, I mm-hmm. would know what just immediately, just one image. You know. So, yeah, there's, there's certain videos like that. There's certain songs like that where you just see an image and you know exactly. Yep. Yeah. When they've done a good job with it, you just mm-hmm. know. Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun. That was a very, very distinct video as well. The, uh, oh, uh, no. Um, uh, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit video. Yes. Where they're, perfect. they're moshing and, like, it's, it's in a, you know, gymnasium kind of fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) It's like kind of a six degrees of separation thing, but that reminds me of, um, weird Al Yankovic and, uh, his, his parody of that video, Mm -hmm. which then reminds me of the parody video that he did for Weezer, which, uh, imitated the buddy Holly video that Weezer put out. That is another one. It was happy no, yeah. no, uh, the sweater song where they're just on that uh, that soundstage. And oh, the camera's okay. Just going heard, around yeah, because Buddy Holly was the, the Happy Days. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which is also a great video. Yeah. Directed by Spike Jones, you can't get better than that. Come yeah, on. he directed some amazing music videos. Yes, he did. Beastie Boys all day, every day. Was he the <laughs> one who directed the the Foo Fighters um, video that was just like them promoting extra gum for <laughs> the Big Me? It was Mentos. <laughs> Mentos, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he did that one, because that one doesn't seem like... I don't remember who directed that icy. one then off the top of my head, but I remember listening to Dave Grohl talk about that, and they, they had that song Big Me, and they had all these directors come in and like pitch them all these things, and like whoever directed that just came in and was like, you remember those Mentos commercials? <laughs> that's all they said. And they were like, all right, you got it. You got the job. <laughs> Jesse like, Peretz, he's the okay. one. Yeah, he, it. yeah, he just came in. He's like, you remember those Mentos commercials? And they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, you got the job. Cool. 
<laughs> Ironically, he was in a band called the Lemonheads. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. Well, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked I about uh, random visual music videos on our audio podcast. Yes, we did. Hey, remember that one thing that you can't see right now because we're talking yeah. to you? Yeah. That was great. Hopefully anyway. you had visual in your head when you listened. <laughs> yeah. It's still better than those reunited together Josh Gad things. Oh my god, your transitions are really getting on my nerves tonight. Right. I, it's it's like using a Phillips head screwdriver on a flathead screw, man. It's just, I'm making it work because it's all I got. So we keep going. I haven't uh, watched any of those. I think you're better off, because I see little snippets of them on the Today Show every morning, and it's like, oh, that's cool, Dude, they got why together. Are you watching the Today Show? Well... I need some type of normalcy in the morning just so okay. I can kind of like ease into the day. So I turn on the morning news, my local news on NBC Channel 5, because that's my go-to. And then it goes right into the Today Show. And by then, work is in full swing, so I'm not really trying to like change the channel too tough, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I get stuck there. Um, but yeah, Josh Gad is frequently on there every time he puts out one of these reunited together things. And I I get it. And I feel like if it was an actual TV show, it would be a lot better. But it's just like, oh, look, you're watching these actors have a Zoom call and quoting yeah. movies from, quoting lines from movies that you saw and can watch right now. I don't and, care about mm. anything made in quarantine. Like, <laughs> it doesn't count. I want to ignore this year in future writing and TV shows and media and everything like that. Let's just not. Can we not? Yeah, this is our this is our gas leak year right now. Oh my god, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the gas leak year. Shit. It's perfect. So, yeah, it's just like, all right, we have to go from the Today Show hosts doing their um, four square talking to one another, uh, you know, just about random shit, to Josh Gad showing a clip from his show where six or seven people are talking about random shit. But there's one thing that you need to watch on the recent John Hughes uh, episode. Mm -hmm. So he did a reunion for the Ferris Bueller cast, you know, except for certain parties because some have passed and one of them's a pedophile. I was going to say one's a pedo, yeah. Yeah. So the majority of them. So Ben Stein was there, which is great. Love Ben Stein. Um, and, and the rest of the cast. But <laughs> at the end I think he's a of Trump guy, but I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> sure don't tell case. me that. No. He's at okay. the very least a hardcore conservative. Okay, all right. We're we're gonna we're gonna scrub that from from recent memory right now. I'm blocking it out. That's going on the vault. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> so what I was getting at though is like, all right. So they had the they had the Ferris Bueller reunion that was as painful as you can imagine. But then at the end of it, they did a tribute to John Hughes, which was like four minutes long, and it was actually very well done. What they did was they took old clips from John Hughes movies and just like snippets of interviews with him. Um, of course they played, don't you forget about me in the background mm -hmm. and they just had like different pieces of footage paired up with people doing their, their lines from these, you know, famous movies. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> Funny enough, they, they had a pass where you're like, oh, shit, they're going to show Chevy Chase. It's, it's National Lampoon's vacation. They're, they're going to use him. And then they didn't. But mm. then they came back around the block and they used him for something else. And it's like, well, shit. Okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, you know, I guess. For, He's an for asshole, ten... but like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah. For 10 seconds, you can stomach Chevy Chase. Right. But what was great, and, and the part that I, the part that I need you to see mm-hmm. is that the Home Alone segment mm. where Catherine O'Hara realizes that she left, you know what I'm, what I'm talking Kevin. about. Exactly. Like, oh. just I take for take. So just much. like, mannerism to mannerism. She reproduced that and they did a side by side. It's exactly the same. The same. She is thing. a genius. How does she she's not have an Oscar? Pro. Does she she's have an Oscar? A, she's phenomenal. So watch that just for that little end clip. Okay. Trust right. me, it is totally worth it. It's so good. Okay. Um, <sighs> okay. I just want, I think we should end the show with this. Okay. Um, this is a wall of weird on Ben Stein. Because Ben Stein is a fucking weirdo. God damn it. Why? <laughs> ben Stein is an opponent of legalizing abortion and was given the pro-life award in 2003. Hold on. Okay. We're, not, we're not done yet. We're oh, not done no. yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, he has criticized the IRS for being too lenient on the wealthy. That's the a good thing. Okay. Right. Okay. I thought it was going another direction, but okay. Oh, right. wow. Well, you had us in the first half. You had us oh, in the first half. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to get into his response to the death of Michael Brown. Mm. Um, the idea, this is a quote, Jesus Christ, the idea of calling this poor young man unarmed when he was six, four, 300 pounds full of muscles. And apparently from what I read on the New York times on marijuana to call him unarmed is like calling Sonny Liston unarmed or Cassius Clay unarmed. He wasn't armed. He was armed with his incredibly strong, scary self. Scary. Yes. Scary. We are not done. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm personally done. Like I'm done right he has now. Denounced evolution. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the four man group featuring triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton and Batista. Oh my God! He because I denounced them too. But he co-wrote and starred in *Expelled*, *No Intelligence Allowed*, a film that aims to persuade viewers that evolution was instrumental to the rise of eugenics in Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. Wow! And portrays advocates of intelligent design, which is God creates everything in His image and everything, as victims of intellectual discrimination by the scientific community. He right. endorsed John McCain, and he both in supported and voted for Donald Trump. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So well. uh, Ben Stein sucks, and I knew that already. Oh, and he wrote speeches for Nixon. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Nixon gonna tell me that he stole that five dollars out of my pocket when I was twenty that I can never find. Oh, what the fuck, God. man? Oh, man, Ben Stein. Oh, I'm sorry. We have one more thing. Come on. When the head of the... (laughs) This is just too funny. It's like you go... When the head of the International Monetary Fund, uh, which I don't know what that is, but whatever, um, Dominique Strauss-Kahn was arrested for sexual assault and attempted rape in 2003, Stein published an editorial in which he closely scrutinized the accuser and cited Strauss... Khan's education, wealth, and position as re- as reasons to believe he was unlikely to have committed the crime. K- 
Can any, this is a quote. Can anyone tell me any economists who have been convicted of violent sex crimes? Yeah. So Ben Stein sucks. Ben Stein, you're basic. Uh, yeah, man. He has a whole. The, all, all of this was just from his political views and advocacy page on Wikipedia. I don't even know what his biography says. Wow. Yeah. I'm uh. Yeah, uh, I'm done <laughs> with him. I mean, it's not like I have to encounter him every day, thankfully. It's not like he's on a show Wait. that I enjoy or that he does my taxes. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Wait. What else? <laughs> he owns Watergate. He inherited like the-, the Watergate complex from his parents. What the fuck? He owns the Watergate hotels and complex. Oh my god. Holy shit. How has this man flown under the radar for so long in my world? Like, I'm not even chalking this up to, no, you know, I've never heard about this, so it must not be true. Or, I've never heard about this, so it must not be a big deal. I'm chalking this up to, I've never heard about this, what the fuck is wrong with me? Because this is some weird shit. (laughs) This is some weird. That is, weird. That is very. Unless this is some. This is. I mean, I I am reading this on Wikipedia, but holy shit! You know yeah, what? I at, apologize. It's at, the, it's at the like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. You're like, hold on, apology. Hold on, let me listen to this. I apologize to you because when you first said <laughs> that Ben Stein was the wall of weird, I'm like, you can't get much material out of this. People are gonna tune out. This no, is gonna ben be dry. All of weird, my friend. This is gonna be as dry as his his persona. No. no, Ben Stein is a monster. <laughs> He's Fuck. a fucking weirdo. Yeah, apparently this is on the uh, his personal life portion, mm. which uh, you know, like it just talks about. Oh, he was married, born here, whatever. And then it, at the very end, it goes. Stein owns an apartment. Oh, he. Oh, I'm sorry. He owns an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> he owns an apartment in the Watergate complex. He does not own the Watergate complex. I'm a very stupid. Okay. person. Quarantine. No, 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 no. <laughs> given, given the buildup to everything you were, like, learning, I mean, you can't go from, oh, he I'm wrote I'm leaving speeches. some fucking conspiracies in my brain because he wrote speeches for Nixon. I mean, and yeah. And the Watergate in here, I still think it's weird that, oh, wait, oh, wait, I just saw something else. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Political career. Hold on. We got to keep okay. going. This is, this, is, this is an amazing wall of weird that I did not expect to happen. I'm ready. Um, apparently in 1976, Time Magazine speculated that Stein might have been Deep Throat. No. <laughs> it was actually Deep Throat. Uh, and Stein was quoted in 1988 saying, oh, I don't think there was a Deep Throat. That was a fake. I think there were different sources and some they just made up. Wow. Uh, wait, wait, in 2005... He can. He was defending Nixon. Oh my God! What are you? The, uh, his okay. He's saying this is. He's talking about Nixon. He says that is his legacy. He was a peacemaker. He was a lying, conniving, covering up peacemaker. He was not a lying, conniving drug addict like JFK. A conniving war starter like LBJ, and a lying, conniving seducer like. Clinton, a lying, conniving peacemaker. Never said conniving more times in my entire life. 
He claimed in late 2014 that President Barack Obama was the most racist, racist president in American history, Ooh. saying Obama made everything about race. I bet he thinks that Obama was born in Kenya. He seems like that kind of fucker. He probably thinks that he's a secret Muslim. Oh, yeah. He actually, yeah. you know, he was sworn in on the Quran. That's true. <laughs> Remember when everyone kept saying that? I'm like, we have photos and video of this. <laughs> like, look at it. You know. Bible. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. We're, yeah. Ben yeah, Stein's not, awful. This was just. Don't, this just became fun, though. Like I had man. to, had to like go into the, uh, yeah. I went through a lot of different phases during that whole thing, man. I was like denial, <laughs> and then just disbelief, and then encouragement, and then back to disbelief again. Oh man, so many different <laughs> reactions going through my brain. In two thousand eight, he wrote a book called "How to Ruin the United States of America." Wow. And we're done. We're done. That's ben it, Stein, man. I, I thought, so I thought Ben Stein was a conservative and like maybe a Trump guy, but that was like a leap when I initially said that. I wasn't 100%. But after reading that, wow, he is so much worse than I thought he was. He hosted a game show for six seasons with Jimmy Kimmel. Hmm? Yeah, oh, yeah, he had a game show on uh, on Comedy Central win, called... Win Ben Stein's money? Yeah, and Jimmy Kimmel was the host. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't realize that it, Jimmy Kimmel was the host. It's been so long since I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a Comedy Central staple for a while. Yeah, I remember. That's when I was younger watching those. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it, but it was in a it was in like the block of Comedy Central was all I would it watch. It was it was on. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those. Yeah, I I, seen, I would I, just watch Comedy Central. Like if I stayed home, that was what I watched. I watched it in hopes that they would finally show like some stand-up material every now and then. No, it like, was most like SNL and Kids in the Hall and Mad TV and stuff when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they they reserved the uh, the stand-up for like late at night. Yeah, you know, like that's when that would come on, like David Tell and those guys. It'd be late night. I think they still the do. That, pretty well, much. Well, that's cool. I mean. <laughs> This is a weird way to like announce this, I guess, as, as news on the show. But as we learned earlier this week, YouTube TV is raising its prices because they're adding Viacom finally. So you got your Nickelodeon, BET, Comedy Central, country music television. Oh, that's the real gem. <laughs> that's the selling point right there. I'd you pay sixty dollars a month. Marathons just for that. of Last Man Standing and Roseanne. You want to watch reruns of uh, the Broken Skull Challenge starring Stone Cold Steve Austin? Mm. Come Sounds on fun. down. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, you do. So, yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. I sandwiched like three wrestling references to this episode. I feel full. Uh, That's good. And I did not catch most of them, which is always <laughs> a good thing for me. <laughs> I mean, technically, the Stone Cold reference could have been uh, a good I, place I reference. I, I understood that reference. Yeah. I, I, I know who that is. That was the wrestling that I grew up with. <laughs> That's the only wrestler that has delivered a stunner to a sitting president of the United States. So so that was a great moment, um, which is, of course, sullied immediately by the fact that he had some issues with domestic violence in the past. I don't know anything. I didn't even read it. I don't care about him. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we're done with the show. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna ruin your childhood heroes <laughs> with Lex Lutz and Matt Peters. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Be excellent to each other, everybody. Bye.